And the show has started. Hello, welcome, bonjour, happy uh, eclipse, Eve. There was an eclipse today? There was an eclipse yesterday. Oh, lunar eclipse. Yeah, lunar, lunar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I, yeah people made a big deal of the solar eclipse. Uh, a couple years I, ago. Well, Jay, I've told everybody that I can tell it changed my life. <laughs> You're a good point. Good point. I, was, I was in totality. If you weren't in totality, um, you missed out. That's on. What does totality mean? It oh, means you were where it completely. It complete. Out. Yeah, you can look at the sun, and like there's no sun. Yeah, it was nuts. And the crazy thing, like I, I'm just like thinking about it. If you before like whatever, science and TV and shit. Imagine you're just an uh, ancient guy walking around, and an eclipse happens. I would like freak out. <laughs> it did probably cause a lot of controversy a lot of things you'd have to think so the world bad. was ending oh yeah <laughs> like you would have to think like that's weird the sun's getting a little dim okay okay the sun's gone or oh god yeah. we're gonna die well speaking of world ending things i want to talk about your cult church of four pillars is there any sort of uh like camp like uh, a summer camp a, a church camp that happens for um, four pillars yeah we've had a few events in my apartment um okay except i only invite uh 18 to 22 year old uh females um and as is tradition as is tradition and it's pretty much like yeah. them and me and i just you know i really teach them about um like i just give them my teachings and some of my wisdom yeah, that makes sense. A lot of wine, a lot of winking owl wine yes. um, comes into play, um, but nothing weird. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's And it's all above board. Yeah, it's just a, yeah. like, with woman empowerment, you know? Yes, oh, I totally just, get it. I'm just helping them get ready I, for the next that's, journey. That's really kind of you, and that's awesome that you guys do that. Yeah, I'm, you know, I really, I don't know, I'm a good guy, good cult. Yeah. So, as a reminder, people can join your cult by Venmoing you. I've, I know that we've had a few listeners that have done this. Yes, uh, but uh, we're up to we're. I think we're in double digits now. That's awesome. Uh, in in uh, members, it's like Paul dash T dash one on Venmo. I think he could send you. What is it? What is your rate right now? So originally it was twelve dollars. When we dropped it to four dollars, we get a lot more members. Yeah. So until we hit maybe fifty. Uh, full-time uh, members, then we'll keep it at four bucks. Okay, that's awesome. That's but a, yeah. 
And you want to get in on ground floor because it's going to give you a lot more power um, as we gain members. Like, you're <laughs> yes. going to wear, like, uh, the first 50 people are going to wear, like, uh, cool black robes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, well, there will be sashes for levels, but once you go down a level, you're only going to get, like, maybe a deep purple robe. Yeah. Um, then you go down a level, you get, you know, a, a dark green robe. And then it goes worse and worse till you're at like pink or something. You don't want to show up to a cult meeting in a pink robe. No, no, that would be very embarrassing. Yeah, you want to get in early. You can absorb the power from the lower members as that you grow. Yeah, uh, you know, eventually you bring in a member or two, and uh, you might get a kickback. Yeah, <laughs> you might but get it's some... not a pyramid scheme. No, no, because you probably won't get a kickback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Realistically, it's just going to be you getting kicked back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't for, um, don't forget to send your Christmas money in. I also wanted to talk about some. Yeah, that's right. I I also want to talk about something else controversial that I brought up at the end of last episode. Uh oh. That I'm very upset about. Okay, bring it up. I was kicked out of a mummy meme Facebook group. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now what was the name of that group good Put question blast. They, they kept changing it okay i think it was called at one point it was called emotep mummy posting emotep. then it got changed to like emotep ahm they at one point changed the theme to like basically for a couple weeks they were okay i'm gonna tell you right now being an administrator of facebook like an admin of a facebook group you think you are the coolest person in the world. It's like, it's mostly losers that run, that are admins of groups. I'm sorry. Uh, but I, I mean, this is not always the case, but I could tell with these guys, they have some power trip because there was like 60,000 members of this group. And, or maybe it was over that. My new group has 60,000 members. The older, the old one had way, uh, way more than that. It was whatever it was. It was a ton of people. What happened is I was in that group for a couple of years a lot of good memes in that in that group. A lot of good, a lot of weird stuff. Like a lot of it was anal beads. They would add anal beads to, uh, like, just scenes from the Mummy. Oh, and, that I can and, see that. That's a good yeah. group. Yeah, <laughs> but it would also get weird and stuff like that. It was also dumb at certain times. They like people just I don't know. People think they're really cool sometimes in those groups. But uh, there would be crazy number of posts per day, constant new streams of memes. But I tried to post the link to our when we had Mike Mo on the show. Yeah. Uh talking about, you know, being or you know, talking about his experience being a meme guy, basically. Biggest mummy meme yeah. uh possibly in the decade. Yes. When he when he got the nightstand, people not heard the interview it was a couple of weeks ago. Got a picture of the mummy, Brendan Fraser from the mummy on his nightstand when he came in the hotel room. So I post the picture with the link to the podcast. And I said, here is, you know, here's, you know, everybody knows this. I literally said, like, everybody knows this picture. Here's the story behind it. Listen to our podcast. Right? Yeah. Simple uh, stuff. Yeah. They de the admins decline this. They say this is over, like, you have to, like, uh, you know, certain things can be posted more than once, but this is getting ridiculous. Now, there's no there's no way to respond to them. All you can do is edit your post and 
resubmit it. So I edit it and I make it very clear. I just say, this is an interview with the guy from the picture and a link, right? I do this like three times and I change it up. So it's very clear that this is nothing but an interview and I'm just, you need the reference. Otherwise you're not going to yeah. know what it is. After the third one of them declining it again, it, like, I don't know what's going on. I go to look if it's pending. I just got kicked out of the group. Oh yeah. So they, they just removed me. So I can't even find it here. So here's what I did. Right. So I'm, I'm like, whatever. I don't need to deal with that. That's bullshit. I don't need your I, group. I join a new group called Memotep's mummy memes. Oh my God. <laughs> 60,000 members, 60,000 oh members. God. I post the link right to, yeah. uh, to the group right away. It goes through, right? Oh, yeah. people are happy about it. Lots of likes, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, the first comment on there says, thanks, Jared. Glad to see you're in this group too. It's from Mike Moe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, it was so perfect. So the guy I was trying to promote was already in this Bubby Babe group. So that's why I knew this was the right group for me. Oh, so, that's the Mimotep way better than Emotep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mimotep mummy memes. Uh, <laughs> that's a group you want to be in. Yeah. So anyway, that is my story. That's the controversy. Uh there we go. Thank you. Yeah. It's a controversial uh, job we have. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, you know, a lot of people can't handle this kind of pressure, the kind of scrutiny that a podcaster gets, especially a Chubstep podcaster. But yeah, we I do mean, it. Yeah, we get a lot of feuds out there. I can never go on the Conan O'Brien show. Um, That's true. You haven't is, been asked. You've not been asked since we've talked about it. No, and I I know like we were before he DM'd me and he was like, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna ask me to be on." Um, yeah, and then we started feuding because he had Goldblum on his podcast. Yeah. yeah, which is bullshit. It is. So, Steve, what's something you want to get to? Jay, let's switch gears here. Um, yeah, yeah. Rotate them. Um, push the push in the clutch, and we're switching gears. Um, this past stick weekend, shift. yeah, we're in a stick shift car or a okay. paddle shift. Um, Do you need the clutch for paddle shift? No, you don't. Okay. And the car will shift for you if you get too crazy. So it's okay. really dumb. Um, <laughs> I went to uh, Missouri. Ooh, Missouri. Shout out Chubstep Nick, um, friend of the show, guest of the show. He uh, graduated. My brother graduated from Oh, college. yes, yes, yes. I haven't gotten that drunk in a while. <laughs> he was the one, for people who don't remember, he was the one that was talking about the fish. He was the fishing guide. Fly fishing. Tips and fly fishing. Yeah, guide, yeah. Him and his uh, friend Nathan, my yes. half brother. So you had a lot to drink there. I did. Um, you know, it was a, a classic college bro night. Like I was broing yeah. down. Last night yeah. was a movie, was the thing we said when we woke up. Like everybody's like, man, last night was a movie. Last night was a movie. I've bro. never heard that saying before. It it's a college thing. I did a okay, lot of the. Okay. I I did sheesh. I said sheesh a lot. Like sheesh. oh yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that so, a few years ago. Yeah, I fit in pretty well. Um, <laughs> I would say so. I would yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that was fun. But the uh, so the main thing I wanted to tell you about Jared. We were at a yeah. restaurant. Um, this is a bunch of trousseaus. So we're getting we're getting rowdy. 
You know, we're loud. Basically clearing out the restaurant because of how loud we are. Yeah, people are not happy. No, but we don't care. We're, yeah. we're, we're having fun. Um, and we're sitting there, I don't know, this is maybe 20 minutes in, and a woman walking out, like, comes up to our table, leans in, and just says, skip everything and get the cheesecake. And then walked out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just walks up. No idea who this lady is. Yeah. Skip skip everything and get the cheesecake. <laughs> now, what was the de- description of this lady? She was a 45-year-old woman with her husband. Um she looked like she was from Missouri. Yeah. Corn fed. Corn fed. Uh, did she have little scraggly blonde hair? That's what I'm picturing in my mind. But uh, You know, I, it was scraggly, but it was like red. I think. Okay. Okay. I was fairly intoxicated. so That's a good point. <laughs> I think it was... Um, she had hair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the next question is, did you take her advice? Of course we did. <laughs> it was... <laughs> All we could, <laughs> we just kept saying, hey guys, you know what? I'm going to skip everything and get the cheesecake. Yes, awesome. <laughs> we like got our food, then we get the cheesecake. We got two orders of it. It's three pieces of cheesecake. Not that good. <laughs> really? Not that good. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, maybe it would, we would have been like, wow, this is really good if she if we it hadn't been hyped up that much. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Because that is a hype up. For oh, a meal, for sh- yeah. When, when, yeah. My assumption for me to say that to somebody, it would have to be the best version of whatever that is I've ever had. I know, like blow you out of the water, cheesecake. <laughs> Just like skip everything and get the, get cheesecake. the cheesecake. Yeah, <laughs> we're just like. You know, but then um, my sister's husband Andrew was like. Somebody just walked in and he's like, hey guys, skip everything and get the cheesecake. Oh, hell yeah. It's like a long running joke. It's like everybody does it to somebody else as they're leaving. Yeah. Oh, just my passing God. it on. I don't, I I don't think that. those people did too, but. I loved I it that, that he did that. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It was good. Um, That's it. So yeah. yeah. That's the only way it's acceptable, because if it is just something like she thinks is that good, maybe she just hasn't had great cheesecake. Like, maybe that was the first time she's ever had cheesecake. Honestly, like, it could what be. What is this? It could be a delicacy in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only place in town that serves it. <laughs> I love a good cheesecake, but I would be very disappointed if, I, yes, like if I had my hopes up like that, like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. This is two weeks or, in a row we've talked cheesecake. I know. And it was just average. That would be very disappointing. <laughs> yeah. we got to find a good cheesecake. Yeah. I think that'll be my mission for the next few weeks. Find a good cheesecake and I send you a idea. slice. I love that idea. Like I said, I love the one at my wedding that was from Seema's Bakery in Milwaukee. Uh, so oh, Check it out if you're there. I, can, I, had a, I had a small piece and it was heaven in my mouth. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I was also biased because, uh, yeah, it was my wedding and stuff like that. But <laughs> Jay, yeah. uh, so on the way back from, actually on the way there, um, I drove down with my sister and her husband. We uh, were passing through Hobart, uh, Missouri, and you know what's in Hobart? 
I don't know. Hobart? Hubbard? Hibbit? I don't know. Something with an H. Uh, I don't think the, I know it. The Mark Twain Cave is in Hubbard. Oh, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever been there. Okay. I, I've I never... I nobody's nobody's yeah. ever been there. That's okay. a crazy thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally no one's ever been there. But yeah. they, uh, they're like, Mark Twain lived there between ages 4 and 17. So they're a big Mark Twain town. And they have a cave, Mark Twain cave. And we're like, you know what? We should probably take a stop. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, so because we, we looked up, like, what the hell is there to do yeah. over? And Mark Twain cave came up. And we're like, oh, let's go to Mark Twain cave. Um, it's like a commercial cave, so you got to pay to get in. and like. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a maze cave, 250 passages. And yeah. they were like, you can't just go in. You'll get lost and die. Yeah. So we're like, all right, whatever. Maybe we'll come back tomorrow. And then we did come back the next day. Yeah. And we're talking to our guy, Jeb. And Jeb said, you got to go to Cameron Cave. And we're like, what's Cameron Cave? And he's like, it's unlit. Only flashlights. And we're like, oh, Oh, man. Yeah. Jay, we caved it hard. You actually went in there just to fly. I've never been in a cave, like a legit cave where you had to use like flashlights and stuff. Jay. All right. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm a caver now and me and you are going spelunking. Oh my God. <laughs> I am. I am into it. It was oh my sick. God. There's crystals all over the walls. Yeah. Like the walls are glimmering. Um, it, it was just so cool. And I was like, man, this is, this is crazy. We're in a cave. Um, yeah, it was, like, really cool. There was this cool, like, stalactite room with, like, water dripping down. I drank some of the cave water. Oh, that's good for you. Yes, a 16-year-old uh, tour guide said I could, so I did. Okay, all right. Yeah, good point. <laughs> he definitely, he knows his stuff. Yeah, I, I did know. a, I did a bear crawl. I, I did a cave crawl. You had to go that low at one point? Yeah, it was optional. He's like, oh, you optional. know, you guys can go down. And out of our whole group, I was me and a five-year-old girl. Only one's brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, and probably didn't want to, most people didn't want to get dirty, right? Yeah, I, but I was in like, you know, my nice black jeans and a pink okay. t-shirt. Right. So right. I was like, I'm going in. I don't care. When else am I going to cave? I'm caving yeah, right point. now. No, I like it. I like going for it while you're there. Yeah, uh, it was pretty, you know, pretty sick. Yeah. And we turned our lights off. Um, and I did start to freak out. It's yeah. really dark. It's real. Well, the lights were off for maybe 30 seconds and he's talking to us, like doing this whole tour guide spiel. And oh, I'm like, that's I got crazy. I, I was like, I got to turn my light up. I'm, I, I'm losing it. <laughs> I was, yeah. I'm getting cave madness. You don't realize like, even when you're in like the dark in your bedroom, there's still like a light from a little. Your, yeah. There's always some sort of little light coming through somewhere. Like, the full pitch black is a really crazy feeling. It was nuts. He said they did a TV show called, like, Darkness or In the Dark or something. And they took three people and they put them in this cave that we were in. Yeah. And they said, um, you know, you guys have six days to get out of the cave. Did they give them food and and stuff? I guess he said they gave him a water bottle and a whatever, nutrient bar. And I was like, well, they probably gave him a little more than that. But <laughs> yeah, they need more than that for six days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he said within 12 hours, one guy fell out of the three people. One guy fell asleep, woke up, thought he slept for six days, started freaking out and they had to go in and get him. 
Oh my god. <laughs> he's just so confused in the dark. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's me right now. I'm like literally yeah. right now. Yeah. Um but the other two people in the cave ended up finding each other and they worked together and got out. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I would, on I'd day be five. I'm afraid that they do some damage or something to the cave. Like, I'm surprised they let them do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, the cave would do more damage to you. Yeah, probably true. Probably. True. Yeah, and they have like these sixty foot, um, like crevasses you could fall into. Also, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how do they stop people from going in there? Because yeah, because literally, like, we turned lights off, and I was trying to like navigate around, and I could not get a foot without like. I like there was nothing. I was wow. like, "Holy crap!" I'd be so oh disoriented. Oh, One guy bonked his head on a rock with a oh, flashlight. Would, that on. would be me in a second. I hit my head all the time on stupid stuff. <laughs> he hit it like everything. super hard, but he was a Missouri guy, so he was just like, "Ah, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good right now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it sounds Louisiana, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. If it, so, if anybody knows any Illinois caves near Chicago. Give yeah. a, give us a shout. Send in the email. Okay. I'm gonna I'm getting in there. Or some coal mines. I'll go into coal mine. <laughs> yeah. And also, Mark Twain, uh, I canceled them like a little bit ago already. So I'm glad you, oh, you did to the other one. Yeah, I've been reading my uh uh Ulysses S. Grant documentary or uh, oh. not documentary, biography. Yeah. Uh Mark Twain fought for the Confederacy for two Really? Weeks. Yes. For two weeks? <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Get him out of here! So not oh only did he serve God. the Confederacy, but he's, he's also a coward. <laughs> so double whammy. <laughs> he's yeah. canceled. He's canceled. He's um, canceled okay. for both sides. <laughs> both sides, exactly, exactly. Either way you look at it, canceled. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I want to get to an email from <laughs> my great uncle's personal uh, journal. Uh, my great uncle, who I didn't know existed, recently passed. I was his closest living relative, so I was given a large inheritance. While I was exploring his estate, I found his personal journal. From a moral standpoint, is it safe for me to read his journal? I'll bring the beers, Longfellow. I'll bring the beers. There's no... What? Did that happen? Well, maybe I wasn't supposed to say who that was. I'm just going to say I wasn't supposed to say who that was. So You can bleep it out. Did that actually happen? I don't know. I, I have no idea. But we'll answer the story <laughs> as if it did happen, so I, because we're not sure. Uh, can you read, is it safe to re- for me to read his journal? My thought is, if you didn't want people to read your journal at some point, you would never write it down. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. What if he wasn't planning on dying? Well... If he wasn't planning on dying, then if you knew if that was the case, then you would find plans in his journal about how he was how he like created the elixir of life or found the fountain of youth or something like that. So in there, you should at least find plans that get you pretty close to that step. Maybe you start you want to start at the end of the journal. Yes. Good point. Start. And if it if it says like, you know, I'm dying, I just want to, you know, pass my legacy on. Hopefully somebody reads this, then you can read the journal. But if it says, if it's like, you know, oh, I'm having such a great Tuesday. Um, life is great. Nothing yeah. can stop me. And then yeah. it like the pen starts squiggling and he yeah. just like had a heart attack while he was yeah. writing that. Then 
you can't read the draw. I would agree. I would also say, yeah, and if you see something like, I'm one week away from the potion that will fix everything, like, I then he probably doesn't you gotta want you to that. read that, but you got to read it because that way you can finish up what your uncle's lost legacy was trying, you know, what he was trying to do for his whole life. I, to me, I, you have if you didn't want somebody to read something, you had to put in your will. With me goes my journal. You will not read this. If you don't explicitly say that, it's it's free game. I think what everybody's hoping when they write a journal is that someday if somebody finds it like, oh, this guy was interesting to shit. I'm gonna make a movie about this. Yeah. And then you'd be like, last night was a movie. Last night was a movie. Yeah. The bad thing, though, what if you out your great uncle as like a former Nazi or something? That's always the risk. Or he was in the Confederacy for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. With Mark Twain, though. With Mark Twain. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I... And that's always the risk, right? That's uh, actually, it's always Sunny episode, right? They're, they go through <laughs> yeah. their grandpa's stuff and they found out he's Nazi. They're like, oh, well, then let's hope that he can die. I don't really <laughs> care. I'm going to burn his stuff. Um, you know, and that's always the risk, right? Is that like, oh, you, maybe if you read something, you're hoping to find nice things out about him. You might find some bad stuff. Like you dig, you dig deep enough. There's probably going to be bad things on everybody at some point. Uh, yeah. Now, the, the level of that is going to change person to person, but. Yeah, you might not always like what you find, and there might be some journal stuff, especially if it's like a great uncle, maybe some stuff about your parent who is the relative of this uncle that like you didn't want to know about, you know. I I changed my answer. Just you gotta read it. You gotta read it. What's this guy's deal? Why doesn't he have any family members? I would also want to know that, and I would also want to say, what's he gonna do? I know the answer is more from a moral standpoint. The guy's got yeah, I don't think he wants his legacy to just die with him, you know, if you barely even know this person. Also, if you do, you did come into a bunch of money, you want to make sure you have no enemies coming for that money. Oh, it, Maybe he had point. an affair, and he yeah. has an illegitimate child named so-and-so. You can eliminate yeah. that person. Very um, good point. You, you don't want him coming after your fortune. Yeah, I agree. You have to, you have to know the backstory. You have to know where the money's coming from. Because, yeah, you could be in great risk just by accepting the money. You could be. So All right. I, well, I think we that solved solves it. that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so people email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Any of your problems, we'll solve them. Yeah. That, that, that was an easy one. We'll solve those all day. Well, there's a girl at school. She hot? And she's super smart. Hot? Funny and cool. Hot? Yes, she's hot. Super hot. Nice. Uh, I thought of something, Steed. So when I was in uh, Malta, there was a a children's show at the Popeye Village of Little Red Riding Hood. And okay. what I was thinking about is Little Red Riding Hood was the first example of cross-dressing in media uh, that we had ever seen. And they demonized it. And they demonized it, Yes. So the wolf dresses like the grandma. The wolf is a male. I uh, presumably I've I've not seen anything other I think he's a male wolf, yeah. Yeah. Dresses up as a female elderly lady. And he proceeds to murder. Yes. And and now yeah, now exactly. And and so I think this is a interesting thing where 
kids now they grow up with now this negative connotation of cross-dressing i just feel like where society is now maybe we need to rework little red riding hood yeah what if um little red riding hood is that her name what is it's a bad name what's her her name name? her name is because you would drop the little yeah so it would be Red Riding Hood, and, or is, and she based and people base her name off of her outfit, her just one specific piece of the outfit, her yeah, Riding Hood. So what happens if she's not wearing the? <laughs> if she's not wearing the outfit, like that couldn't have been me, officer. As you can see, I have no headdress on. She yeah. could get away with any crime. Oh, Blanchette, I'm seeing. Her name is Blanchett. Little Golden. Okay, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm looking up. So this is deep internet stuff. I have no idea what I'm finding, but I'm seeing one thing that says her name is Blanchett. Well, that's a dumb name. I don't. I, right. I don't know if this is accurate at all. This is just deep literaturefandom.com/slash/wiki. Yeah, it's. it's I think it's, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a bad name. Uh, yeah, if we worked it. She. What were you saying, Steve? Sorry. Okay, so in my reworked version of the story, uh, Blanchett is going to be cross-dressing. Okay. Um, she. Yes. So she's. So let me let me just get some of the finer parts of the story down. Um. Okay. So Blanchett born um. A male is starting to identify herself as a female. Yep. So she then goes into drag, um, adopts the character Little Red Riding Hood on the road. Um, I see. That's her drag name. That's her drag name. Exactly. Love this. Yep. Um, so she then goes, uh, you know, she's doing the whole thing to get cookies or medicine or... Yeah, so in, in she, this, yeah, it's it's some, she's getting something for her grandma. She In this version, she's delivering opioids to her um, grandma who's in pain. Um, <laughs> Which is controversial modern. to begin with. It's, but yeah. it's more modern, though. It's more modern. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad idea, but yeah. <laughs> so she's got the opioids, and she's going in the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> she should not be handling opioids. And the grandma should not be taking opioids for long-term chronic pain. It doesn't help. It, Keep going. Um, it's short term. Yeah, short term. Okay, and it's short term. Grandma has a non-addictive personality. Okay, good. Okay, good. That's, and that's all clarified pretty early in this. It, it, it. That's what her mom tells her before she leaves. Okay. Okay. So then she goes, and instead of the wolf, it's just this like really hairy um, Bulgarian guy. Okay. Yeah. Wait, is Bulgarian? What's the country with the dictator that? In. It's nuts. Oh, 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 my God. I, I don't know. Uh, I know what you're talking about. We can say Bulgaria for now. Yeah. Well, Eastern sorry. Bul- yeah. Yeah. He's the, like, <laughs> other dictator. With, who's yeah, we with talked Putin. about him in Trump stuff like a couple years ago. I think he's friends with um the John Magafuli. Yeah, um, he was. Magafuli's dad. But, yeah. I feel bad, bad-mouthing Bulgaria, but Belarus. It's Belarus. Okay. A, Bel- okay. a very Belarusian guy. Yeah, it's the hairy Belarusian dictator, and he wants those opioids for himself. Yeah. And he does have an addictive personality. 
Yes, and he's addicted to power. Yes, and opiates. and yes, so he you know tracks her down or something. Then he gets the grandma and he ties up the grandma and he says, you know, just stay quiet. I need my fix. Yeah, and then Little Red Riding Hood comes in, and he goes, "Ha! I can easily take on." A little girl, and then she rips off her riding hood and says, "Better luck next time." And he's. <laughs> I don't think we. No, I don't think. We... No, no. Oh yeah, this is a kid's tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So he's not, <laughs> but no. he's got a pronounced. Okay. Because he's wearing Lululemon pants. Oh, I like this. And the Belarusian guy goes, whoa, whoa, what? And then uh, Little Red Riding Hood says, anything you can do, I can do better. And just, yeah. like, beats him up. Nike. Um, Nike. And then delivers the opioids to the grandma. Yes. Perfect. It, yeah. Is that what you were thinking? I, that's pretty. That was pretty on par with what I was thinking. Yeah, I would say that's pretty the, the exact thing I was thinking. I would say that's a little better modern version. Uh, puts it in a positive light, not in a negative light, as it had. Yeah, because it shows you know you can do both things. You can look good. Yeah. Kick butt, kick yep. Belarus butt. That's right. Kick some Belarus <laughs> butt. That's right. Oh, good call, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for everyone that that offended. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do apologize. Piece of art. With history and scorpions. You know no, that, right? no, 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 no. This is. You sure the one by your thumb there isn't a scorpion? No, that is my thumb. Uh, there was recently a story about a passenger that was in a smaller, like single prop airplane. Oh, yes. And do you have you did you see the story? I he talked told to me. Have about you talked to him about it? <laughs> yes. And. Uh, Basically, the the pilot was incoherent, and all of a sudden, the passengers are just like, uh, "We only have one pilot, <laughs> right?" <laughs> and I'm, my assumption is that the person was sitting in the passenger seat, and they also had the controls there. I've seen that in smaller planes. That's my. Assumption it was there. probably yeah. But the, the the plane starts going down, and they're like, "Oh my god, this pilot is can't function." So the. Uh, they call the pilot the passenger calls the gets on the radio and is basically like hey i'm going down um can you help out and they're like what's your location he's like i have no idea i'm just a passenger (laughs) (laughs) and uh he ends up getting talked into landing the plane from the air traffic control system with no flight experience and now which was to me very impressive I messaged your brother, who's a pilot, who's been on the show, people, uh, Chup Chup Greg, who talked about Saipan. He's a pilot. And I said, you know, is this impressive? He's like, I'm not too impressed by this. I could talk you, you know, <laughs> to do this if you were in the yeah. same scenario. Which made me think, maybe flying's not maybe, that yeah. hard. What, why are they getting paid so much? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe all the passengers should just be flying the planes. Why do we, yeah, we have pilots? Yeah, we should take turns. Like, you pick... Yeah, you take two of the passengers. They don't have to pay for the flight. They get to fly at that time. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they take it. Air traffic control walks them through it. 
They take it. Or you, it's all good. Better yet, you just have like instructions on written on a console. Oh yeah, that's a good point. So I'll just yeah. put it out. And you're reading. You're like push this. Okay. Then pull this. Alrighty. Everything's yeah. numbered. It would say like push twelve, and you'd be like, all right, twelve. Yeah. And it's not just going to be like anybody can do it. Like it'll be the same same requirements as if you're sitting in the emergency exit rows. Like, are you capable yeah. of opening the door if we you, crash? <laughs> And you're like, yeah, if I'm alive, I'll do it for you if you want. <laughs> Same thing with flying the plane. Like, can you stand up? Are you capable? Uh, you know. That yeah, you, you don't want an old guy flying the plane. No, we don't know. No young kids, no old guys. Too many buttons uh, for the old guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want anybody that gets flustered easy. So, yeah, if, if you accept the emergency exit road, they just grab somebody from the emergency exit road and they say, do you want to fly the plane? <laughs> well, you don't, have, you don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. the first yeah when you want a free ride you could do it so somebody will take up with their tuner just like everybody you know when they have like delays in flights or they overbook it they're like hey uh we'll give you like a 400 hour flight credit if you go to a later flight like they would do the same thing but for piloting it so that's my idea you know do that I, that's pretty good um i see a few problems um just too many people trying to fly the plane, mainly. Um, maybe while you're waiting on the runway, you know, because you always got to wait. You have, like, a flight yeah. simulator game. Like, a Xbox in every seat. Oh, that's a good idea. And then... While the... Yes. So, while you, like, you board and then you immediate... Everyone has to just start playing flight simulator. Yes. And then whoever gets, like, the plane landed, like, you do a couple yes. landings... And whoever lands the plane the best gets to, hey, you just got upgraded. First class. Yep. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you're having everybody do it. Basically, the winner, the winner of the plane, the top two winners gets to move on. Yeah. And you could even do like realistic winds, conditions. Um, Yeah. It might be cloudy, so you can put clouds in the flight simulator. You just, do it whatever the conditions are for the expected conditions yeah. for the landing. And you just got to, you know, you got a compass up there, autopilot. Yeah. You should be fine. I think that's a great idea. Well, let's, let's do it. Let's All start. right, we're set. We're t- I'm flying the plane. I'm, yeah. I'm, not t- I'm busting the door down next time I get in a plane. Yeah. I will tell you one person that would not qualify for this was the psycho lady that was on my flight uh, that was too... Germany when I had to fly there uh this lady sat for the full little over eight hour flight and sat there kind of older lady had the tv running in front of her but never plugged in her headphones and there was no speakers (laughs) and did not have subtitles on literally just stared at the screen with no headphones on for over eight hours didn't sleep during the flight just absolute psycho move in my opinion. I wonder if she was high. I d- she did not seem like she was high, like somebody that would smoke or inject things or Yeah, but it could have been things. like she just ate like six Xanax. It was that could have yeah, staring okay. at the screen. She's like, I feel that, good. That could have been it. I would just go insane. It would be like a jail sentence for me. You're like, oh I, I kind of know what's going on, but I don't know what <laughs> I would rather close my eyes and listen to something. I would have a better idea on what's going on than like watching it without hearing the words. Maybe she's deaf. If she's, I, 
you could have put subtitles on. There was subtitle options. Yeah, but she can read lips really well. Yeah, there's that works sometimes in TV. That doesn't. There's a lot of off-camera talking, and, and <laughs> yeah, so it does not does not always translate. I wonder if any deaf people listen to our podcast. I don't think we have. That would be difficult. I would say first of all, uh, we don't have a non. I don't know how we we don't have a great option for deaf. We don't have a good editor. Yeah. To put subtitles on a black screen. Yeah, that's my that's on me. <laughs> I got to work on that. <laughs> yeah, you got to do a transcript of all the. Or if a, or if a listener wants to volunteer, subtitlespodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. Anybody like yeah. to volunteer? Unpaid. Really? Unpaid. Well, no, no. Actually, Steve, this I mean, I, I get your permission for this, but you could give somebody a free entry into Church of Four Pillars. I could do that. I could get you a black robe. Okay, that um, could be pretty sweet. Yeah, you just got to be really into simulation doomsday cults. Okay. Yeah. And, All uh, right. So if somebody's <laughs> into that, jumpstep.podcast.gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, um, Steed, if that's all we got for today, let's wrap it up here. It's late. We're it is late. late we are doing a late uh, late show. Yeah. You can thank Chubstep Greg for that, for coming into town. Yes. Thank you, Chubstep Greg. And we have uh, we talked about Cooge Magic. He's going to be on the show in a few weeks here, Steed. I didn't tell you that, but uh, he volunteered for that. Oh, nice. The magician That's on awesome. in a few weeks here. Yes. Uh, all right, people. Uh, new episodes every Thursday. Share the episode with a friend. If you enjoy the show, share it. That's the biggest thing you can do for us. Uh, the show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.